Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the School of Sellers podcast. I am really pumped for this episode because it is one of my favorite topics to talk about, not just on the podcast, but in life, in everyday conversation, you name it, I am always down to talk about this. And that is planning. I love planning things. I love planning my year. I love planning different courses and workshops. I love planning out my week, planning out my day. Anything planning related is my jam. And the reason I'm talking about it today is because I have been hard at work fine-tuning this year's Jumpstart Your Year workshop for TPT sellers. If you are unfamiliar with Jumpstart, here's a quick little background story. Two years ago, I was sitting down to plan out my own year and I decided to do something different. I was sick of waiting till the last minute, waiting till the new year had already started And then I just felt rushed and unprepared for the new year. So I decided two years ago, you know what, I'm going to get all this done ahead of time. And I sat down early November to plan out my year, even though it was still not even going to start for another two months. And once I did that, the amount of peace and calm and control that I felt that I had in that moment and over my business was remarkable. And so I wanted to share that feeling with other sellers. And I quickly, and I mean quickly, over like less than a week, put together from start to finish the very first Jumpstart Your Year planning workshop. And it was a huge success for all of the sellers who decided to jump in that year and plan their year with us. So now it is like this amazing event that happens every year on December 1st. And it is one of my favorite School of Sellers offers that we've ever created. Obviously, planning is at the top of my mind because we are in the midst of jumpstart season, which is wild because I feel like we just wrapped up last year's workshop. So this year, you know, as I was sitting down to plan and think about jumpstart, I really try to think about my own plans first because that's what I always do. And I like to focus on what I value and think is the best use of my time. And then I think about how to share and communicate that into a workshop. And it can be tricky because planning covers a broad range of topics and it can sometimes feel murky, especially when you're planning a whole entire year at once. So it only felt right this year to set down some rules and expectations for my plans this year. I felt like I needed some ground rules, some black and white. Here's what we're going to do. You'll notice that these are going to be recurring themes in Jumpstart this year as well. So I wanted to share these. Whether you are going to join Jumpstart or not, I thought these were applicable to all sellers of all experience levels. So I hope that you enjoy my planning rules that I have set for myself this year going into 2023. Now, before I get into these rules, know that there is no rhyme or reason as to the order that I'm going to talk about them. And these are just a set of rules that I realized that I'm sticking to this year as I was going through my own planning process. The first rule here is that I am going to give myself and my business more safety nets. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but every year life seems to prove itself even more unpredictable than the last. And I'm not saying it's always bad things happening. I'm not complaining. I like keeping things exciting, but I know you can relate if you have kids or you're a teacher or you have hobbies, other time commitments. Life gets busy. 
And I really do feel like the older we get, we get so many curveballs along the way. And it's really important to be able to go with the flow. But I know that I personally kind of have a hard time going with the flow. And it's not in my everyday vocabulary. I'm definitely more of a person who likes a system or at least the promise of organization, right? And my solution for being prepared is not going to come as a surprise to those of you who have been around for a while because my solution to this problem of the unexpected is going to bear a lot of resemblance to my love of batching content. So my finishing framework friends, you already know how I love batching and love getting a lot of similar tasks done in a single session. And that is my solution to dealing with the unexpected. I have found a way to batch recurring tasks. And I do this using kind of like block scheduling, but I call these theme days. So I will have an entire day set aside each month for data days, for example, where I sit down and I go through all of my data. I talk about to myself and my team what it means, what we're going to do going forward. And we have a set set of steps and a process that I follow to go through that process from start to finish. Kind of in the same vein, I have what I like to call a boss day. A boss day can encompass different things depending on what time of the year it is. But essentially, these are a lot of clerical, administrative tasks that only I can do or pay someone else to do. But things like paying my VAs, checking in with certain team members about certain projects. These might be things like working on our onboarding materials. It can be a wide range. But again, I have a go-to list that I can turn to every single time I schedule a boss day. Some other ideas for themed daily days are things like content creation days, team days. You could have refresh days. I love these. This is where I kind of physically clean my work environment. I go through and clear out some digital files, do a lot of email organization. So you could really do a theme day for pretty much anything. And the reason this works is because instead of trying to plug in a million recurring tasks that I know I have to do every single month or every single week, I love having entire days where I know I'm just going to go down my list, boom, 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 knock all of my tasks out on that one day. And then it's a way less to keep track of in my scattered brain throughout the rest of the month. So rather than worrying on a daily basis or weekly basis, oh, did I get that done for email? Did I get that done for email? I know that I'm going to capture the majority of my important email tasks on my email day. One of the things that I am very excited for in Jumpstart is a collection of done for you to-do lists for these specific theme days. So that's something that you can look forward to if you are planning on signing up for Jumpstart. If you are not planning on signing up, that's okay. Just make sure that you are keeping this idea of safety nets in mind as you plan for the coming months or year of your business. All right, rule number two is a big one. No more feeling guilty or making myself feel guilty for things that don't get done on the day that I said they would. I love having a plan. I love having control over situations. I love knowing what to expect. So I will plan out what I'm going to do on specific days. And when they don't get done, I beat myself up. And this is the year that I have decided that that ends. And it's largely in part because of a quote that I've seen circulating on Instagram. And I looked for an original source. I wasn't able to find it, but I will link to it if I find it in the show notes. And that quote is something along the lines of on days that you only have 40% to give and you give 40%, you are still giving 100% of yourself. So I think a lot of times we are guilty of underestimating what we're actually getting done. So on paper, it might look like we didn't get to certain tasks, but the reality is, is that we still manage to wake up that day. We still manage to get our day started. We still manage to tackle a couple things. And so I don't think we should be selling ourselves short 
because there are so many days that we wake up and we don't really feel like doing anything. So doing something is more of an accomplishment than most of us realize. So I plan on getting over this negative mindset by planning less. So that's one thing I'm going to do is be more realistic in my plans this year, but also giving myself more credit. I'm going to be more kind to myself and I'm going to give myself a little bit more grace when it comes to the things that don't get crossed off on any given day on my to-do list. Hey, seller friends, it's Erin. Quick question. Do you have a tendency to get burned out in your teacher business? Chances are you have a growing business, but it can feel very lonely and overwhelming. So it's hard to get motivated sometimes. Good news for you. You can put the spark back into your business today by joining Ignite, our brand new work club for teacher sellers. As a member of Ignite, you will receive monthly challenges with prizes, tools to help you work through each challenge, with accountability infused throughout the entire month. Live power hour work sessions and kickoff calls are going to help keep us on track so that every month is your best month yet. Visit schoolofsellers.com slash ignite to sign up today. The other way I'm going to tackle this mindset is by focusing on the impact of a task versus how long it takes me or how much of my day it takes up. I think a lot of times we tend to think that the time we spend on something is directly equivalent to the value of a task. And that's simply not the case. If I'm going to spend an hour on my business, I, and I'm given the choice of spending an hour on social media tasks or an hour on product optimization tasks, I'm always going to choose product optimization. So by changing my mindset to make sure that I'm focusing on the impact of my tasks and also giving myself more credit for the work that does get done, I'm planning on getting rid of that guilt. And I plan on doing and helping you do the same in Jumpstart this year. We have a lot of exercises geared towards this mindset and ways that we can overcome it. The third thing that I am setting up as a rule for myself for planning this year is to give equal parts attention to keeping things traditional in my planning, but also thinking outside the box. My plan this year is to keep one foot on either side of my business plan. So on one side, I have what I know is happening, what I know is working right now, what has worked for me in the past. But my other foot is going to be in a place where we are kind of keeping tabs on anything new coming our way, whether it's new trends or maybe other places where we can sell our items, ways to diversify your income. We're doing like half outside the box thinking, half traditional planning this year. And the reason for this is because there have been a lot of changes happening rapidly in the TPT world recently. In the past, we've always been able to rely on data, and we still can to a very large extent. So here are my data-led practices that I plan to continue despite any changes in the algorithm. I plan to continue the best practices for listing a product. I plan to keep creating top quality resources because those will never go out of style. I plan on sending traffic to what's at the top of my performers, and I'm definitely going to make sure that I am constantly optimizing existing resources based on analytics. If you are a Your Data Playbook member, we've got some tools just for you in Jumpstart this year. If you are not a member of Your Data Playbook, we have tools for you as well. We also have different paths that you can take for how you're going to use your data in your plans, depending on whether or not you've gone through finishing framework. So definitely an overall tailor-made experience this year for Jumpstart. We are harnessing the power of data because we know that it gives us really good insights into what's good for our business and what's not so good for our business. 
But like I mentioned, we're also going to be putting an emphasis on ways that we can kind of branch out and do something that we haven't done before. That way we can make sure that we are being proactive in our planning rather than reactive when those inevitable changes do happen. And then my fourth and final rule I'm setting up for myself is that I am going to be very intentional about linking the big picture to my everyday actions. And I know this is kind of like a broad statement to make, but I'm specifically thinking about the big picture in terms of the goals that I set in my business and also the content that I plan for my business. So when it comes to my goals, I think it's really easy to lose sight of the overall goal when you're so micro-focused day in and day out on the inner workings of your business. And it makes it hard to get excited about things like sending an email or creating a product preview because it feels like just another task on our to-do list. And it does not feel like a key factor in our overall goal for our business plan to just kill it this year, right? So I am going to do a lot better of a job about reminding myself that what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis is directly tied to the goals that I have set for the big picture this year. And here's an example for my own business. I am planning one of my big picture goals this year is to increase my sales by a certain percentage. And I'm going to do this by a plan that is twofold. I'm going to optimize products based on the analytics given to me by your data playbook. And I'm also going to be creating new inventory for my store based on current demand and something that I see as a need that needs to be filled in the TPT market. So with those plans, obviously there's going to be a lot of things like creating product previews, creating thumbnails for those new items, and also doing those same steps for items that I am optimizing. And to be completely honest, I don't love creating thumbnails. I don't love creating previews, but if I know that it is tied to my overall goal and that the end goal is to increase our overall sales because this is the tactic and the big picture goal that I chose, then I'm more likely to feel motivated in the day-to-day tasks that I'm doing for my business. And one of the ways that I'm going to do this is by giving myself little kind of milestone days to look forward to, to see how I'm measuring up to my goal. Because part of the way that we see that what we're doing is working is by measuring how well it's working. And we'll give you specific tools and guidance for how to do that inside of Jumpstart. Another way that I'm planning on keeping my eye on the big picture this year is to think about my business and my content and my products in terms of campaigns, instead of thinking about everything as a standalone piece of my business. One of the greatest things about planning for an entire year at a time is that it's done and you have this incredible set of plans to guide you throughout the whole entire year. But one of the hard parts about planning for a year at a time is that it can feel very overwhelming When you think about 365 separate days of things to do, it can feel like a mountain that is just impossible to climb. So we are going to overcome this in Jumpstart this year by planning and campaigns. And we're going to broaden our planning into kind of like overarching themes. And it's what I'm calling campaigns. That's not like the technical word for this, but we're going to be thinking of overarching themes and how we can use our goals, our data and our content calendar to identify those themes that are going to guide our plans all year long, rather than making yourself think about 365 days when you have not even started the new year yet. We're going to make it bite-sized and easy to plan and easy to execute, which is the name of the game when it comes to Jumpstart every single year. Inside the workshop, I'll give you examples of different like campaigns or themes that you can go with from a month to month or week to week, and we'll give you all sorts of ideas on how you can implement that concept into your planning. 
I really hope that you will consider joining us for the Jumpstart Your Year workshop. It goes on sale this week. So if you are listening to this episode live or near the time that it came out, you are right on time to sign up. But even if you're a couple weeks later, that's okay too, because this workshop is on sale through the first week of December and it goes live on December 1st. So we give you plenty of time to prepare for the planning workshop. And then it is just a really fun, immersive experience planning your year with so many other sellers who get it. And it just gives us this immense feeling of relief and comfort and peace going into the holiday season that you can actually enjoy yourself, enjoy your family, enjoy the holidays, and then enter into the new year knowing that you have already set yourself up for success. You can learn more at www.schoolofsellers.com jumpstart. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I hope to see you inside the doors of Jumpstart Your Year, and I hope that you have an incredible end to your year and an even better beginning to your new one. 